Welcome to Soundings Podcast. I'm Dudley Evanson, and for more than four decades, my husband Dean Evanson and I have created music and media that supports people and the planet. In our Soundings Podcast, we'll be sharing interviews with wisdom keepers we have met in the course of our life journey. To learn more about our activities and releases, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. In this podcast, we'll be hearing an interview with Deva Pramal and her partner Miten from our Sonic Healing Meet the Masters video course. This is from Session 6, Sacred Chant and Relaxation. Deva Pramal was born in Germany and grew up in an atmosphere of mantra and spiritual discipline. By the time she was five years old, she was already chanting the Gayatri Mantra daily. At an early age, she was on a spiritual quest and became a disciple of the Indian mystic Osho. She went to live in his ashram and began her studies of the healing arts. There, she met Miten, who was one of Osho's musicians. Eventually, they joined forces and recorded her sacred chants. They have traveled the world sharing their sacred music and meditative mantras. In this interview, they share the depth of spirituality that can come from mantra and chant. Deva points out that the power of the chanting is in its ability to access a meditative place of inner silence. Enjoy. Uh, my name is Miten, and Miten means actually friend in Sanskrit, and Osho gave me that name. Prabhu, Prabhu Miten, friend of God. And, uh, uh, Osho is basically responsible for the music that Deva and I have made and continue to make. The music was born in uh, his ashram and, uh, and uh, it continues to flow from that source. <laughs> and, and the point about the music <laughs> is that it deepens the silence, so it's finding the music that enhances the space of meditation and it also has joy and celebration in it. It's not, it's not serious or it's not only quiet but it always has to come out of that silence and go in, back into that silence and then it's really nourishing for us to share it and to receive it also because we sing with everyone together. And that's, that's I feel it's, uh, that's the way of the mantras also, you know, they, they come out of that depth and so we find the music that enhances that depth and, and also opens the heart so the mantras can go in the heart when you sing them. And, and uh, who are you? I'm Deva Pramal. <laughs> and I don't actually know who I am, so uh, mm. I'll, I'll leave it with that. No, but give us a little bit of history about who... History. Mm. It's interesting because I now I'm a singer. I guess if you look at my life from the outside, I guess you would say I'm a singer. And it, I don't. It's still hard for me to feel like I'm a singer. I feel like I'm a facilitator of communities coming together to help create a space where we can sing together, sit in silence together, and feel that connection below the social, you know, and not below, like deeper than the social. And through meeting Miten, he made me basically discover my voice. Because I met Miten, he was a musician, I felt, oh, 
I want to be a musician. If he's one, then I can be with him all the time. <laughs> if he's know? one, if he's one, I can be one. Sure. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> and <laughs> anyone yeah. can be one if he's. <laughs> did you want a comedy show or did you want like a? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. She, I love the lighthearted. Uh, yeah. And anyway, it was true. It was true. <laughs> if I could be a musician, anyone can, and she was. <laughs> she is. <laughs> so through Mitten, I I started singing. And then when the mantras came back into my life, which I say coming back because I'd grown up with them in my childhood. My father was singing them with us as children and, and, and before sleeping as good night, you know, the good night song. So after singing with Mitten for seven years, suddenly they reappeared in my life, the mantras. And that opened my voice in a way that I would have never, never, never expected it and brought another dimension to what we did already before then, which was already sharing music th through meditation, through music. Mm. How would you say that um, the kind of music that you do helps um, people in their healing process? I'm sure you receive a lot of feedback from people who find that your music is very healing to them. What, what is it that makes it? There's many aspects. I mean, first of all, a, a lot of the music or the songs and chants, they are mantras, you know, they're ancient prayers. So they, they have this healing power just built in, you know. They, and that's what I've experienced more and more, that is they're beyond religion and they're beyond culture and they're beyond race. And even people who have no idea what they're listening to and have no, no connection to Sanskrit or to India or to Hinduism, where they come from, profound things happen beyond anyone's expectation. So they are, they're like medicine, you know, they're like, you know, you don't need to know what that headache pill has inside of it for it to work, you know, you have to just take the pill. And again, of course, if you take the pill, with the intention of healing yourself, it'll work better, you know. You, you, so that's the same thing with the mantras. When we listen to the mantras and we sing, then if we hold the intention in our hearts, what they mean and why we sing them, then of course that can even, you know, go so much deeper. And what we love to do is to put beautiful melodies to the mantras. So then you actually love singing them, you know. It's not just a dry, practice which it can become, especially for Western people who are not so used to that reciting and chanting. So the melodies kind of put sugar coating on the pill, you know, it makes you want to take that pill, it makes you want to, the, the pill tastes good, so you take the medicine. And Meten songs, they, they are like, I've, I've, I always see them as like English mantras because they express that what the mantras express, but in a, in a way that we can understand it through English words. I came from a I came from a rock kind of background, but when I came to Osho, uh, I I felt like the music that I, I'd been making was more of a kind of cross around my back or something than a than a than something to bring to to offer. So, so I just it, as a natural occurrence, I just sold 
all my guitars and uh, and said goodbye to my life as a musician. So that's why I say the music is is born in the ashram because when I this music is from a space of innocence and it's from a space of gratitude. All of it. There's nothing else in there. There's that's it, that's that's the root of it because you know if I'd have not had that break some part of this music would be tainted with that rock and roll lifestyle and that person that I was but but having a, a real clear clean break I, I, I honestly didn't expect to ever play music again I thought this was the end of my music and the beginning of a new life so the last thing I wanted to do was to play music that was associated with pain and ambition and uh, competition, etc., etc. So that that part of of my life left me, and uh, I I was just so happy to uh, <clears throat> just receive the music that these great musicians were playing in the ashram. Uh, Osho's ashram was full of music. All his meditations contained music. That you couldn't walk through the ashram without hearing some music. And, uh, and this was like a healing for me. I wasn't playing it, I was receiving it. And, uh, and then one day I picked up a guitar and, and uh, a, a song just naturally spilled out, and, and as they do. And, uh, and, and somewhere down the line, somebody said, oh, you have to sing this, you know, sing this in music group or in the meditation. And so I, I came back to music in that way. And this music that, that, that came from that time is basically, like I say, based on an innocent, an innocent expression of gratitude to the Master. So, of course, that's healing. That's healing. That's a, and, and I'm sure that all the people you interview will tell you the same thing. Just sound itself is a healing. It's a healing phenomenon. And uh, I, I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't know of the healing power of mantras and chant at that time. But I used to participate in the in all the meditations and especially the Sufi dances at the time where there'd be these great uh, uh, you know like uh, gatherings of many people in the in the Buddha hall singing to God and dancing and having eye contact with 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 the recognition that I'm singing to you who who I see as God and you're singing to me as as who you see as God and and, and those those very deep and profound moments stayed with me. So uh, that's when I started to realize music is more than entertainment. And, and up until that time, I didn't really get it. I, the music I was making in the rock and roll, it was a kind of a, a therapy for me, but it was just a key that wasn't being used. And uh, once I got through the door, I realized the key is not, it, the key is secondary to using the key and walking through the door. And, and somehow that's what this music is, it, it's, it's a healing. And, 
and like Deva says, the mantras themselves intrinsically contain a healing. But beyond that, if you open your voice, you open your heart. That's just the way it is. You know? So an open voice, and when we start to sing, people say, oh, I can't sing. And then they realize in a gathering, I'm singing. <laughs> I'm singing and it sounds great. So that in itself opens the heart. And the heart, once the heart is open, then there's the possibility for trust. And trust is where we meet God, you know. So it's a healing, the whole thing. And it's really amazing what messages we also get, what effect the CDs have on people, you know, where they just maybe even just stumble across the CD. And, and like messages where autistic children never communicated and... The, their teacher put on the music every lunch break for like a siesta for lying down break for the kids and then two of them would never communicate it suddenly after hearing it every lunch break started to sing along with a Gayatri mantra and actually hmm. would then anticipate each track and would want to sing it and and if she, one time she couldn't do that particular structure the kids went to the CD player and like pointed at it, you know, so it's it's beyond, like I said, it's beyond the mind, you know, it's like it just must, I think because it's so ancient, it hits this deep, deep unity inside of us, you know, we all come from that same source, you know, and because it's so ancient and so deep rooted, I mean, according to Indian mytho mythology, the Sanskrit language came into being with the universe. It's as old as the universe. So we all came out of the universe on that first moment. So we all came with that with that with those sounds. And so they speak to us in a very profound way. And and, and you can see that that we are not experts in this. It's as much a mystery to us as it is to you. You know, we feel like we're messengers. And uh, we somehow have been blessed to to be able to share it. And we're still learning every day and every moment. What is it? What? How does that happen? How does it happen? And so, you know, and while that question is being asked, we are continually singing. So the question, you know, the question becomes irrelevant to the experience that we're, that we're actually involved in. So, so, you know, you can ask us about the mantras, but it's a, it's, it's a mystery to, to, to us in a way. Like, you know, you can hear that we're trying to say what they mean, and, and, but, but uh, there's something beyond, beyond that, the understanding. I, I, I really feel it. You know, and it's, 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 you know, see, we travel like, we, we travel nine months of the year, at least, every year, for 16 years. And uh, we've only missed two concerts through illness in all that time, you know. And um, that, that's, says something to me of, of the of the power of of this of this music uh, not the music 
uh, you know, the, the, the thing that we're involved in somehow is a nourishment, is what I'm trying to say. And, and uh, when our energies go down, which of course ine inevitably happens, the, the chanting and the singing and the concerts, the, the energy that people bring to the concerts, the energy that people bring to the workshops, the love, the connection, is already, is already a healing. Before we've even stepped on the platform, where there's a healing in the room, you can feel it. And by the time we come and sit down, all, all, you know, all we need to do is to is to is like uh, uh, is to get out of the way, get out of God's way, and uh, that's what I and and then and then the whole community becomes one, and uh, you know that's Deva's great gift that that there's no ego in that voice you know there's no there's no there's no sign of you know like hey listen to me <laughs> you know am I a good singer or not there's nothing like that it's just a pure this is what all I all I have all I, all it is you know and uh, and I think this is a good lesson for, for people who are looking at the movie or, or listening to this, and that is that usually our greatest gift is the one we value the, le the least. Because it's, it's, it's too obvious for us. And, and uh, once we connect, once we stop striving and we start to share the simplest things, then we are sharing something that's totally individual and totally, it's totally mm. unique. <laughs> I mean, it's true, we travel all this time and often I don't even know where I am. I mean, not often, but it does happen that I wake up and I don't know where I am, or I'm even in a concert and I don't know <laughs> which city it is or which country it is. <laughs> and it's a really nice feeling. I love that feeling. I always like to extend it as much as I can. Because the feeling is the same of that community, you know? And it's really very... I mean, of course, it has different flavors, you know, according to which nationality. But really, actually, the heartful feeling is always the same. Mm. Sometimes different accents or the mantras, you know? But uh, it's that unity you feel wherever you go. And, uh, you know, uh, just coming back to the root of the music, the, because this music was, was uh, born in Osho's ashram, the, the, you know, the, you can't really underestimate the influence of, of Osho in this, because Osho spoke of just about every different uh, spiritual path, and he helped us to understand so much of so many different paths. So it, it, we, we naturally assumed that we could sing a Sufi mantra, that we could sing a Buddhist mantra, a Tibetan mantra, a Sanskrit mantra, without, without, uh, uh, you know, without cheapening it. That actually, to, we, we also helped us to look for the source, the, the root of all this, of these different paths. So when we 
sing a, a Sufi mantra. It's not like, uh, you know, um, it's not just something we treat lightly. It just, it, we only pick pieces that really resonate with us, that, that feel real. So that kind of crosses a lot of different cultures and, and uh, you know, and, and it feels okay to do it. It feels okay. It doesn't feel in, in any way disrespectful to, to whatever culture we might be, you know, involved in in that moment. It just seems to us to be all connected, you know. So that's why we can kind of, you know, do, do that and, and play to many different cultures and many different people. As they were said, when, you, when we're all singing together, we're all one anyway. It's really true. And that goes for us too. This, we don't feel separate from the people that are there. We don't, you know, we are just the musicians who facilitate this thing. You could be looking the other way and it wouldn't make any difference. If we're just singing and, and, and once the flame catches and people sing together, then, uh, you know, in a way that's, uh, that's our job done. And because that leads into meditation, that leads into uh, an experience of the here and now. You know, not only when people are singing, but when they're singing, they start to forget whatever they've troubles they might be involved in or whatever issues they might have. Just for those few hours, they're in the moment and they're in the, they're in the presence of love, you know, their own love. And then the silence just grounds that so that you can almost, it's almost, you can, it's almost an audible sense of breathing out that you feel people just breathing out and just settling into the beauty of the moment in community, you know. That's why we do it, that's what keeps us nourished. Mm. I really felt that last night when you came in and it was a wonderful, the setting was great because they'd been preparing, uh -huh. doing all, you know, having their panel, but they got into some ceremony and, and then when you came out and just the way you just Silence and it yeah. was so pure. It was palpable. It just went just thick. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was so thick. great. And we need that. I appreciate that part mm. of it. We love the voice, we love the singing, yeah. but oh boy, the silence is yeah. so special. Yeah. So. And then the music can begin from that, yeah. you know? Oh. Well, is there anything? I know you guys are probably hungry. Is there anything you'd like to share? Just some closing. I mean, it, one of our um, missions is to to find ways that people can use music in the way we do in the concerts and the events on a daily or at least regular basis in their lives. So it's not a, an event which needs to be facilitated by somebody else who might come around once a year or something. and. Again, actually, it was inspired by Osho. He gave us the format of satsang meditation. Satsang actually means meeting in truth. And it, in India, it, satsang is the, when you are in communion with, the, with your Guruji. And it can take many forms. It can be you know, question and answer. Or it can be silent sitting. 
And the way Osho used the word satsang or gave us the, the structure of the meditation was to use the music for going deeper into silence. So actually that the music enhances the silence and also to use humming in the meditation. So we just want to encourage people and have been encouraging people to create what we call satsang circles, which can happen in their living rooms, you know, it can be happening with a boombox and CDs, you know, so we don't have to be, they don't have to be musicians, they don't have to be able to sing or play a guitar. And then to create like a one hour meditation where you invite some friends and you have that hour with music, with chants, where you can sing along with a CD, with some inspirational poems like Hafiz, Rumi, or quotes from your spiritual teacher, and, and humming. And it's actually on our website we created a forum for people to find each other and to say I'm offering this or I'm looking for people. And it's in some, in some places it's really taken off that they have you know, 30 people each week and they have to find bigger, bigger places and, and it's really, it's just beautiful to give that space more, more soil in our daily lives, you know, because, and that's easy, there's no prerequisite, you don't have to, and anyone has a living room and most people, almost everyone has a CD player and that's all you need, you know, you just, you just invite your friends or become that light source which attracts more light. Do you want to tell us the website please? It's uh, just our name, so it's com. Yeah. Okay. Anything you can think of? It's, no, it's good, huh? You've said everything we know. We've told you everything we know. Oh, do you want to hum? <laughs> How would you show somebody to hum? Okay. Well, humming is humming's only effective if you do it with a deep breath. If you do it uh, with a shallow breath, nothing much can happen. But if you do it with a deep breath, and then you follow the breath to the end of that, if you if you use your voice to follow the breath to the end of that breath and then you take a deep breath and you begin again and this this circle of energy starts to uh, manifest so basically it's just very it's just a deep breath It's ancient. It's a Tibet, probably Tibetan, I think. But but that closed lips will help your voice resonate in your body. And and once you start to feel your voice resonating in your body, you can actually begin to 
you can you can start to actually move your voice and be aware of where you want your voice to feel in your body and once you get into that you can you can send your voice to every part of your physical body and uh, you know and the same this resonation happens and if you do that for like 10 minutes then uh, your energy is definitely renewed and refreshed i mean just now these two two times uh, my body feels different on the inside and it's that we can do while we drive or while we take a shower or in the morning just getting out of bed it's always this is the power of everyone's all our you know our voices mm. and that's available all the time what about the own in terms of I love what helped me really understand the OM and, and feel the OM more is to see that it, that it consists out of these three sounds, AUM, A-U-M, AUM. You know, in Sanskrit language, that sound OM is written with three sounds, AUM. And I love that. The, the feeling that the sound ah is the sound of the heart, the sound of, it's a sound that's very big beyond ourselves, beyond our bodies. And so with the ah sound we feel that vastness and the divinity and the heart. And then the oo is almost like a funnel, bringing that light and the divine into our bodies with the m sound. And the m sound is a body, the, the sound like we just described it's a sound that's very contained in the body and that really vibrates the whole physical you know container that we live in and so the m sound grounds that light and the divine in this, on this physical plane or in our bodies so i feel it's like an invitation for the divine to come in um, mm. <laughs> and then we'll let you go eat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have to om for our food. Well, we can all om together. Let's do it together. Uh, listening to our soundings podcast we hope you've enjoyed this program to learn more about our music guided meditations and videos please visit our website and blog at soundings.com peace through music blessings